0: Welcome today to Kingdom Concepts. I'm in the studio with my dear friend, Dr. Daryl Rogers, and we have been talking about the subject of prayer. Let me tell you something, prayer is the most important conversation that you will ever have. It's you having, you know, a relationship with God, amen, to where it's just not you giving God your laundry list of everything you need help with, but it's us taking time to let God speak the truth and speak the answers, amen, that we have need of. Amen. I want you to grab your Bible, grab a notebook. Amen. We're having a great time. Amen. If you haven't already, go back and watch the last two episodes that we did together. It's just amazing. We talked about what prayer is. We also talked about, you know, how important prayer is. Amen. The things that it produces and so uh, those are in our history. If you haven't, amen, you can subscribe to this channel so every Monday when we uh, drop a new episode it'll go straight to you. We want to be able to help you to build your faith and build your relationship with God. Amen. So please enjoy that amen by being a subscriber and if you like this content amen like it and share it with other people that you know would benefit from it today I want us to step into um, something that I think needs to be addressed when it comes to prayer because uh, some people have no prayer life because they don't understand the importance of prayer and then also I've learned that you have some people that they have prayed, but they don't get results when they pray. And so that's one of the reasons why sometimes people quit praying because they're like, well, it's like God's not hearing them. Or they'll come up with their own reasons on why prayer isn't answered. Um, how important is it to God to answer our prayers?
1: Well, I mean, I mean when you think about this, you know, First you know, John 5, 14 and 15 says that if you pray according to his will, mm. he hears you. And because he hears you, you have the petition that you bring before him. How could you argue with that? Yeah. And then, so, well, you know, cause I hear people say this, well, it must not be the Lord's will. Yeah, you hear well, that a lot. Well, Ephesians 5.17 says, don't be unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. What's the will of the Lord? Mm-hmm. It's his word. Yes. So he cannot deny himself. So if he's given you 8,000 promises, mm-hmm. then every one of those promises, he's backing up with everything that he is. He can't lie. Mm-hmm. So when you pray in line with his will, that's why you got to know the will. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the natural realm fights against that because we base everything on whether we receive it or don't receive it. Yeah. So we throw that all on God. Yeah. Never taking into consideration that maybe we are not praying in faith. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe we got some haywire with us being our communication level. That, that couldn't be the problem, right? N- <laughs> I don't know about you but yeah I was, it could be.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you got so many people that don't want to be responsible for nothing and we put everything on God and and we know that Satan's had a long time to perfect you know his deception and we know that like what you just said that the word of God is the will of God. You know, for those of you that have been praying, saying, God, I want to know what your will is for my life, start reading your Bible. I'm telling you, it's God's will for us, amen, is his word. But if you don't take time to get into that word, amen, you're not going to know what God wants to do, amen. You're not going to be able to pray the prayer of faith because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The word of God is your source for faith. And so if we're not in the word, then when we pray, we're going to be praying some hollow prayers. We're going to be praying things that we would grant, but it's not necessarily what the Lord would grant. Uh, It's going to be
1: our will, not necessarily what God's will is. Well, how do you know the difference? Because the thing of it is, is that you have to hear the voice of God. You have to have a, a confirmation, if you will, in your own spirit, that this is the direction that you need to go. And so the thing of it is, is that you talk to God about it before you petition, mm-hmm. you know? And, and believe me, when you come to my house and Tony whips out the, the, um, all the petitions, mm-hmm. she's write, she writes down the date, mm-hmm. and she writes the date that she makes the c- confession, mm-hmm. and then she writes down the date of when the fulfillment is.
0: hmm and so
1: the thing of it is, is that we, we get a lot of prayers answered that we're not really paying attention to. Mm-hmm. That's disrespectful mm-hmm. because that means that we're just operating more in the natural than we are operating in the spiritual dimension. Yeah. And we're supposed to be more spiritually minded than natural minded.
0: Yeah. And you know, for someone like myself, when I got saved, um, we were hit-and-miss Christians, you know, growing up. My mom, you know, we, we went to a few churches and stuff, but um, I remember believing in prayer before I got saved because I watched God answer my mom's prayers. I mean, I, I should have been dead several times, and I knew my mom was praying. It, it freaked me out one time when she told me that God told her not to pray. I was like, it really took me for a loop because she said that the Lord had told her that, that he was honoring her prayers. And the Lord said, I need you to pull those prayers back. He said, in, in order for things to happen that need to happen for your boys to serve me, he says, I can't do it with you praying the way you're praying. And I remember when she told me that, man, I was like, can you That's start panic. after? Yeah, I was I'm like, I'm going to a party this weekend, mom. Yeah, can you start yeah. that on Monday? literally?" Yeah. But I remember <laughs> when I did get saved because, I again, I believed in prayer. So I, I, I said sinner's prayers at like 3 o'clock in the morning when I felt like I was going to overdose or going to get murdered or, you know, just different things you deal with as a sinner. But I would pray. Uh, and I'd always pray because I don't want to be left behind. I, you know, the rapture scared me so much. Um, so it was from watching The Thief in the Night and the Distant Thunder right. movies when I yeah, was, right. uh, you know, like eight. But I remember when I got saved, my grandmother was a strong intercessor. That was her. That was her ministry was prayer. And so I remember going to her house shortly after I got saved and she asked me, do you have anything you want me to pray about? And I'm a young Christian. So I'm like, man, I wrote down like a page and a half of all kinds of things that I wanted prayer for. Just this, that, this, that, this, that, this, that and gave it to her. About two years later. I was coming through there, and, uh, and I'd seen her since then, but I was at her house this time, and I had some friends with me, and so we stopped at her house, and while we were there, she said, do you mind if I, you know, um, pull out those prayer requests that you gave me? She said, I, I just want to know how I need to adjust my prayers. Now, I gave her this two years ago, and Doc, I would say 90% of everything that she had been praying, she'd been praying every day for two years. And 90% of those you things. You gotta
1: pray every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: I was like, oh my God, <laughs> 90% of those things were answered, 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 answered. And it's like, it's a beautiful thing when you come into a place and your walk with God to where you're not moved by circumstances. You're moved by the relationship that you have with him and what he said. And and, and a, a scripture that's just coming to my mind right now is um I, I think it's Acts uh chapter 16. Um because man you talk about some some brothers that prayed right uh in, in the midst of it. Yeah 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 um in Acts chapter 16, here, here we have uh, Paul and Silas. And uh, for those of you that don't know, you know, they, basically there was a, a girl that was following them around. And uh, she was saying a lot of right things, but she was saying it in the wrong spirit. And they cast the devil out this gal to where she couldn't, she couldn't uh, you know, the divination or whatever she was capable of doing, she couldn't do any longer. And her, her owners got mad because they couldn't make no more money off this lady being a witch, you know. And so they throw them in prison and, and we find them there to where uh, here they are. They, they, they beat them. They threw them in prison. And it says there in verse, uh, verse well, let's jump into this, verse 22 uh, of uh, Acts 16. And it says, And a a multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison. Man, it's like the worst of the worst. This is the hole right here. And it says, And made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. Now, this is something else. Most folks, this is where most folks would start complaining when they're being challenged. It says that they prayed and they sang and they uh, and sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them. And the results were this. And suddenly there was a great earthquake and the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. And, and as you continue to read that story, the jailer got saved. I mean, he never seen nothing like this. Uh, he got saved. And the next day, they, they had to let them go. The next day, the Bible says uh, in verse 35, the magistrate sent the sergeant saying, let those men go. All of that happened because they prayed, you know, and that's, that's the way I think God wants all of us to be is in a position to where he never promised life was going to be easy. But he did promise we would not face those things alone. But as you grow in the Lord and you know how to pray, you can become skillful in prayer, right, God? Sure. To where you are you're, you know how to hit the hit the mark every single time. And, and I think it goes back to the fact that if you have a consistent prayer life, if you're talking with God every day, it's hard to miss it when you have a, a solid conversation to where it... It goes both ways to where you're doing more listening than talking like what you had said, you know, one of our previous episodes, because I I think that what challenges a lot of people is that when you don't have, when you, when you hear stories or read stories like this, and then you look at your prayer life and the challenges that you go through and things aren't happening, you know, then Satan tries to come to twist your head to think that uh, God hears, like God, uh, like God prefers others before you or that, uh, you know. God is a respecter of people. Yeah, you know, but nobody, a lot of times people don't take the time to find out why are my prayers being ineffective? It's important for you to understand why your prayers get answered. That's true. And it's important to find out why they don't. Um, Let's talk about that for for a minute because, you know, we know that there's two reasons why, uh, you know, people... Don't receive answered prayers. The Bible says, and you quoted it just a little bit ago, I think it's uh, in James chapter, was it chapter 4? 2 yeah. 3.
1: 4 three.
0: So, hey amen, write that down. We're going to go to James real quick. I want us to look at this because this is kind of really where I wanted us to settle in on this today. In James chapter 4, or. Yeah, 4 3. Uh, yeah. And I, I like verses 1 through. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll read 1 through 3. He says, from whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence even of your lust that war in your members? You lust and you have not. You kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. You fight in war. Now, this is the thing, right? This is what you want to highlight right here. Yet you have not because you ask not. That's one reason why people don't have answered prayers. You have not because you ask not. And then in verse 3, you ask and receive not. All right. So here you have the person that is asking. You ask and you receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your lust. Break this, this portion of scripture down for us, Doc. What, what exactly does this mean in regards to like our prayer life?
1: Well, obviously a prayer of faith is an attitude. Hmm. So you're, you're prepared to pray a prayer of faith. So if you are in that arena, you're not going to pray amiss. Mm -hmm. You're going to pray in line with his word because you have confidence. This is the confidence that we have. Come on. Okay. If you have confidence in your prayer, then what you got to do is you got to believe that it's working. Doesn't matter how long it takes. You believe that it's working. See what happens is a lot of times in the church world is that we pray prayers and then we don't see the manifestation and so we think that God has changed his mind or we've missed it.
0: Because he didn't do it in the time frame that we wanted. He didn't do it in our time frame. Mm -hmm.
1: But the reality is, is that if you really believe that God has said something to you, you you know, you keep your mouth engaged. Yeah. You know, because you believe, therefore you speak. Second yeah. Corinthians
0: 413
1: mm. and so we're speakers you you know like Mark Hankins says this You got to have your speaker connected to your believer
0: mm. Be- Out of the abundance of the heart the mouth's gonna speak right
1: right well, you know even that that great scripture in Mark eleven 23 we're gonna go there, but go ahead well in Mark eleven twenty three, 23, it's it talks about believing once and saying it three times. Right? So if you can't say it, you don't believe it. Faith
0: has to be in your heart and in your mouth. It has to be in those two
1: locations. Sure, it does. And And you have to be convinced, because that's what faith is. It's not just saying the right thing. No, it's not just saying whatever you want, because it says here to consume it upon your own lust. So that means your attitude is wrong about the thing that you're desiring. Mm -hmm. You know, and and, you know that messes with you too, because it says, you know, ask and you receive that your joy is full, Mm -hmm. you know. So, you know, obviously there is something that we're missing in the translation, because uh, God says anything you ask in my name, ask the Father in my name, I'll give it to you. Right. Okay. Then why is it
0: that sometimes uh, things that people have asked, even the name of the Father, I'm asking a question I know the answer. Why isn't? That? If you you can ask anything, how how come not everything's
1: granted? Well, first of all, are you ready to receive it? And then the the other thing too is this: is that the timing of a thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: is important too. Because if you are believing God, you know Jerry Seville tells that story mm-hmm. about confessing. God said the, that property is yours. Yeah. Twenty years later, he gets that property. Yeah, he had been bought and sold like seven, eight yeah, times. Yeah, so he never deviated from, and he God told him, He said, "You'll buy that piece of property for whatever you decide." Yeah, and he did. He got a four hundred
0: thousand cash, I think.
1: Two hundred, yeah. 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 yeah,
0: you know, it's interesting because you know, uh, you have to stand on that word, and timing is so important. You know, because you can. Have, I've learned this that you can have the will of the Lord. You, sure. can, you can locate, this is the will of God, but if the timing's not perfect, it still will not work, even though it's, it's the will of the Lord. And I've learned that the hard way, because I've started works that I know God told me to do, but it wasn't the time. It wasn't the time. And it's hard to pull back, man, because we're the kind of people, we don't quit, so you'll ride something till it ain't, doesn't have no more legs left on it. But if it's not the right time, you, you, it, it doesn't, God can't bless it. it. It's just not that season. And, um, and I, I know for myself that when it comes to, um, you know, prayers, again, some people, they have no prayer life. Therefore, it's like it, it goes back to, you know, what we said earlier, there's the reason why some people don't receive is because they just don't ask. They, 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 and, and I really believe that that's a form of pride, you know, to where when you, when you think you can do a better job of taking care of you than God, um, it's stupid. It is stupid. And it's something that we've all done, you know, and I, I heard Dr. Mark Barclay, he, he told me this. He said, he, he, when it comes to pride, he gave me the best d- definition. I've always said pride is when a person has an over-exaggerated opinion about themselves. And that's true. That's true. But he said Literally, when you study the word pride, it means you're on your own and you don't listen. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. And so when you think you can do a better job, then you, I mean, this is for somebody or some somebodies, because I think we've all tasted this at one time or another, because we all grow through things to where uh, when you try helping God, like, you know, it's like, God doesn't need our help. God needs our faith. Mm. But you think about those times where we've tried to help him. Uh, it's like, then you you set yourself up for disappointment because you think that God failed you. When the fact of the matter is you started off wrong, um, you know, when it comes to how you pray. And I, I think that, you know, if, if you don't, if you're a believer and you don't have a prayer life, I mean, what are you relying on? What do you? What are you counting on? If if you if for, for someone maybe that might be watching where they don't understand the value of prayer, what can you expect if you have no prayer life but you're a believer?
1: Well, how could you be a believer without a prayer life? Yeah, that's true. I mean, because the thing of it is is that you only ex- accept Jesus through the spirit realm. And so the spirit realm is what you're called to. So if you're not operating in the spirit realm, you're not really connected to the faith of God. It's kinda like the believer that doesn't read the Bible. Sure.
0: Now, uh, since we've got a few minutes left, I wanna talk about praying amiss. Uh, This is the person that is asking, but they're asking amiss, and and, and I was sharing with you, uh, you know, earlier before we did this episode about how I remember being in Africa and Having our pastors and leadership conference and and there's different dynamics because of different culture and stuff when you're you're in different nations and so they have like polygamy and stuff in africa and I remember this pastor's wife this, this is a pastor's and leadership conference this pastor's wife came up her husband uh, you know had uh, an affair and and the lady was pregnant with his child and the wife, the pastor's wife wanted prayer for the child to die. And it's like, I mean, that's praying amiss. But what, what, what's your spin on praying amiss, Doc? I mean,
1: well, you know, I, I believe that you need to get that sorted out with the Lord because when you know that you're going in the direction that God is leading you, Mm -hmm. that's when that confidence, this is the confidence that Mm -hmm. you have. Because if God is saying something, I mean, you can drive around and you can look at stuff and you could say, you know, in the name of Jesus, I want that. You know? Well, sometimes that's going to work and sometimes it's not going to work because why are you asking God for that? Are you asking to consume it on your own lust? Mm. Because the thing of it is, is that why do you want that? Mm. Now, you know, we lived in that house in Pismo. Mm -hmm. And that was something that God gave us.
0: Yeah, a beautiful house.
1: Yeah, and the thing of it is, is that I thought to myself, do I have pride over this house? Because... it it was like proving your faith in a sense. Mm. Like, you know, because there was other ministers that tried to get that house. Yeah,
0: it was yours, man.
1: Yeah, and it was ours, you know? And I tried to talk the guy out that was selling the house. I tried to talk him out of it. And he goes, my wife and I are Christians and we know you're supposed to live here. So how much can you pay? And I go, well, right now we're paying $1,100 a month. And he said, we can do that. So we're living in a, how many square feet? it was huge beautiful was home over 3,000 3, square yeah. feet you know yeah with a bedroom that overlooked the ocean you know Yeah, beautiful you could lay in bed and watch the ocean you know so yeah. it was cool you know but you know the thing of it is is that God almost had to force that thing on me
0: yeah isn't it amazing how sometimes we can step into places like that to where where it's like we're praying against sure what he's chosen yeah and, and God's not gonna change his mind, you know? It's like, uh, I, I know for myself, you know, when it comes to, there's a, like you were saying earlier, there's a timing for everything. And and I know for for me, like when God called us here to, and told us this is our promised land, you know, being in Visalia, um, you know, when we got here, things didn't happen as quick as I thought they would, you know, and, but it mm-hmm. was never, and this is the thing is that when you know you're in faith and when you know you're in alignment with God, um, it was like it was never a matter of if this is going to happen. It, it was a matter of when. Sure. And I think that's part of really knowing how to pray the prayer of faith is knowing that there's a set time. And you just got to just rest in knowing that that time is going to come. Uh, and you rejoice like it already has. And isn't that how your
1: faith gets rewarded? Well, See, I, I think the one of the words that you got was... Uh, That the right people weren't there, Mm -hmm. that God was bringing them, uh, that some people that had left had to come back, Mm -hmm. had to take their spot, had to take their position. Because, you know, that's the body of Christ. The body of Christ, you know, God gives a vision and then the body of Christ messes with it because they get wrapped up in the way they feel. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of like this, you know. Going to a city because the houses are cheaper? Yeah. Are going because they got a job there? Yeah. You know, but what has God said? Yeah. You know, people are talking about getting out of California. But what has God said? Yeah. Because you know as well as I do, you can't go any just anywhere you want to go. You got to go where God calls you to go.
0: So. You're, you're anointed for somewhere, <laughs> amen? Sometimes you want to see your prayers answered. Man, number one, you gotta ask. And you ask according to the word of God, amen? Whatever God says, I'm telling you, it's the perfect thing to ask for. Amen. And, and rest in knowing when you pray that you have received those things that you've petitioned him for. Amen. And that you rejoicing. Amen. Until that thing manifests. Amen. So I, I I pray that you you got a lot out of this today. Amen. It's such an important subject because so many people wonder why certain prayers aren't answered. And I think that man, we pretty much made it clear why sometimes you won't have answered prayer. We love you. God bless you. Thank you for being with us. And we look forward to being with you again on another episode of Kingdom Concepts.